Hello, teachers and parents. It is a beautiful time of the year. It is December, and although this podcast celebrates the incredible work that you do every day, today we're also going to address the incredible work that you are doing during a unique, challenging month. Although it's exciting, December brings on some heavy hitters. It's the time of the year when exhaustion can set in, the winter blues start knocking on our doors, and the anticipation of both closing out the current school year and preparing for the new one can feel a bit overwhelming. But fear not, because today we're diving into strategies and activities to help you find peace, maintain productivity and positivity, and finish the year strong. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. It is definitely this time of year where I want to show my gratitude. Amanda, I want to say thank you so much for your impactful email from Mental Heart. I am so grateful for the beautiful, beautiful, email that you sent. Good afternoon. Our package purchase was absolutely life-saving, the business bundle. I was so stuck in understanding what to put in my packet and this came along right on time. Thank you for making this available to everyone. Amanda from Mindful Hearts K-4 Learning Academy, thank you so much for taking the time to send me that beautiful email and I think that that comes at right at a great time. I want you to know that I just heard on a podcast that showing gratitude is actually the highest indicator for motivating people. Showing gratitude is not, and maybe it wasn't even the right word motivating, but but making people feel seen and heard. And in this podcast, there were some people asking, how do I motivate my team? How do I get people to do and lead in a way that I want them to perform? How, how can I get them to follow my leadership and to do the things that I'm wanting them to do and have the results that we want to have? How do I motivate them? How do I get them energized? And the answer was psychology-based. You don't. You thank them. And that in turn will yield the results that you need. And so I, I encourage you as we start off this episode 
in this month of really transitioning a lot of changes possibly. You're probably thinking I'm ending this year and I'm starting a school. I'm ending this year and I'm getting ready to end my teaching career. I'm ending this year and I'm ramping up to start my new program or I am ending this year and I'm also enrolling students right now for the next semester. Wherever it can be, I think that it's very important that although the tasks seem very overwhelming, that you stop and you give gratitude. I actually just practiced this with my daughter. She's in high school. And instead of telling her like, good job for always coming home on time. Good job that whenever I call you, you answer. Good job that whenever I ask you where you are, you're always at that, at that place. So basically, instead of telling her, good job, I'm proud of you, I turned it around and I said, thank you. I said, Jalen, thank you so much that every time mommy and daddy ask you to come home, you are there. Like you're never a minute late. You're actually there early. Thank you so much. She's like, oh, you're welcome. And I said, and thank you that every time you tell me where you're at, I can check Life 360 and without a doubt, you are there. Thank you for doing that. It really helps me to trust you and to give you other opportunities to show that you are ready for entering into adulthood. And she's like, you're welcome. But I could tell that there was a difference in her reaction compared to whenever I tell her good job. So that's just a little tidbit right, tidbit right there. And I think that you'll find it go a long way. You really will. And thank the people that work for you and thank the parents who come to you. End this year with a heart full of gratitude and, and really letting people know, thank you. And do it with a smile. So Amanda, I'm smiling right now. Thank you so much for giving us a nice review and thank you to those of you who have not yet given a review, but you would like to. It means the world to us. We will absolutely read it aloud on the podcast. And we just want to thank you for those of you who've already left a review, how much it matters to us. For those of you who have not left a review, how much it will matter to us. So thank you for taking 30 seconds and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or just sending us an email. It means really, really, really so much to us. So let's start talking about the December struggles. And although it's just such a beautiful time of the year, we also have challenges that I don't think people want to acknowledge sometimes because it's just that happy, blissful time of the year. But there's also that part where you have to take a deep breath and you're closing out this year and you are not just going, okay, I'm closing the door and I'm going off to some break and hanging out. It's like, no, I've got to go shopping. I've got to go travel. I've got holidays. I've got gift giving. I've got so much to do after, you know, the winter time of teaching ends. And for the next two, three weeks, I've got a lot of things that I'm doing. And the truth is, is I actually had a dream the other night of a situation that was prompted, should I go somewhere over winter break or not? And I was really perplexed because I know that this time of the year, I need solitude. I need reflection. I need restoration. I'm closing down, but I'm also thinking about next year and not even just next year, not even 2024, but I'm also preparing the school year for 2024, 2025. I need some time. I need some space. And you know, acknowledging that we need something or that there's a challenge is very, very important. So just recognizing it yourself that teachers and homeschool parents face this season a kind of a harder time. The winter weather and shorter days can bring feelings of tiredness, desire for solitude. I live in Florida and I'm still feeling that. You know, you don't hear the birds like you used to. You don't see the different animals that you used to see. 
You don't see as much sunlight. So balancing the excitement of the holidays, potential travel plans, the need to just wrap up the year can create the perfect storm of stress. So if you're feeling this way, know that you're not alone. So let's talk about what we can actually do after we recognize that we see this struggle. And that is to encourage you to take a moment for self-reflection. And I've been doing this a lot in the afternoons, in the mornings, on the weekends, like so much self-reflection, not just planning, reflecting. I'm literally checking in with myself with a blank journal page each day going, how are you doing, Mackenzie? Like I would my friend. How are you doing, Lori? How are you doing, Becky? How are you doing, Hannah? How are you doing, Amanda? How are you doing, Mackenzie? It's like so weird. I'm like, today I'm doing pretty good. Asked me yesterday and I was in a whirlwind. My daughter was my youngest daughter was just pressing the nerves, guys. It was just pressing the nerves. I needed solitude and she was not able to give that to me. And I knew I had a busy day ahead. So in that moment, I'm like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm not happy right now. I need some time and I'm getting like pushed, 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 pushed. And I don't think she's realizing that I'm about to have a moment. And thank God I had my journal to help me write that out before I had a moment. So I really did truly acknowledge my feelings and I recognized that I'm feeling overwhelmed. I got a lot of things to do and she's not giving me time to process it. Empathy, not just for other people, but empathy for yourself is key. And remember that you are doing amazing work. It's essential to recognize and celebrate this, but you got to give yourself time to do it. So let me give you some practical strategies to help you navigate this somewhat demanding time. So first up, I want you to prioritize what really does fill your cup. And I actually woke up this morning and I went over to the water machine and I need a lot of water throughout the day. And I even wake up through the night and drink water. And I was definitely like my cup was empty and I was standing there and I knew I was going to make this podcast today. And I was like, you know, typically when this cup, it's like a Stanley cup, but it's not a Stanley cup. It's half the price and it looks really nice like a Stanley cup. I'm like, man, this was empty. It's going to take me a little bit longer to fill this cup up. Same thing. Where's your gas gauge at? Are you like a fourth of a tank full? Are you totally full? Are you half a tank? Because the longer, the, the, the emptier you are, the longer it's going to take to fill up your gas, right? In your car. The emptier I was in my water bottle, the longer it was going to take for me to stand at my water machine. Same thing. How are you feeling? Like, where's your gas gauge at? Are you at, are you at a 10? You're totally full. Are you at a five? What can you do today? Like literally ask yourself, what can I do today that will make this day feel good? So for me, I'm asking myself that. What can I do today to make this day feel, to make myself feel good? And today, after I get home, I've already exercised for the day. And I knew this morning I was wrestling with myself. Oh, I could go this afternoon. My kids don't have any sports. I've got an empty afternoon. And I was like, but do I, do I really want to come home and change out of my clothes and change into my workout clothes and then go on a walk and then come back and try to figure out dinner? Like, no, just do it now because you already promised yourself from this time to this time, you're going to go exercise. So I gifted myself, like I knew if I go and exercise right now, it's going to make me feel good later on. So today in the afternoon, I've got a block of time. What can I do? Well, I can help my daughters with their math test because 
That makes me feel good. I can also talk with my husband about our finances. That makes me feel good. I can also spend time reading my new book. That makes me feel extra, extra good. (laughs) I can also drink this new drink that I'm making called Recess. I'm so in love with it. It's like my afternoon mocktail. Recess, my friends. They're a little pricey, but I'm telling you, it's worth it for me. Right now, this time of my life, I'm not going to drink them every day, but it's definitely worth it for me. So check it out, Recess. You can The cheapest I found is on Amazon, but they have adaptogens, magnesium, and they're just delicious. They're like a sparkling little drink. That's going to help me feel good. So prioritizing every day. What can I do today to help me feel better? And make time for activities that rejuvenate your mind and your body. Reading a book, taking a nature walk, getting yourself out in this in the cold even this morning I was like I don't want to go it was in the 40s that's really cold for me but I was like gosh this actually feels really nice in my lungs whatever it is ensure that it brings you peace also little breaks through the day are so important you need to fill up your gas before it goes to eat okay so my I remember whenever I was in high school and I just got my car and I told myself if it ever got to half, half a tank, I'm filling it up. And then I, I kept challenging myself like, Ooh, if it's at three fourths of a tank, go fill it up, like make it full. Like it just doesn't that look good to see that your gas is always full. And I remember telling my dad, I'm like, if it gets to a half a tank, I'm going fill it up. And I said, and if it ever, like if I'm going a further distance and I can't get to a gas station, it gets to the one fourth. I'm super upset with myself and I go and fill it up. My dad laughed. He's like, Now, you know, you don't have to do that, but I think that that is a great analogy for what we can do on a daily basis. So for me, I'm making sure that I'm taking some mindful breaks right now. I just got off a phone call with a parent who was interested in our school and I knew I'm going to be on the phone. I don't want to sit at my desk. I'm going to go and walk outside while I talk to this parent. So dedicating a few minutes each day for something that gets you out of your environment allows you to be out in the sunshine, get some fresh air is going to be very helpful, or just go take a break. Today, whenever I get home from school, I'm actually going to go into my room. I'm going to sit in my rocking chair. I'm going to take a few minutes, breathe. I'm going to let my daughters just hang out for a little bit. And then I'm going to go into the living room and give out the orders. Okay. Get the math test going. Gratitude journal is super important. Do you have a good journal, just jotting down a few things that you're thankful for. I know it sounds so simple. It's probably something that just goes on and on and on. It's great to write it down, but again, just telling people, thank you. See how many times you can tell someone, thank you today. It actually doesn't just help that person. It actually releases dopamine and oxytocin in throughout your body. And then last but not least, my husband and I did this together. We went on a nature walk and I said, Hey, listen, we need to get some goals in place. We got some goals for our school. We got some goals for business. We got, we, we need to actually like write the goals down together. We need to give our daughter a goal. She's getting ready to be 16. She wants to have a car. Are we ready for her to have a car? Is she ready for a car? If the car is the goal, what are the pillars? What are the little milestones to help her to reach that goal? What are we looking for to see that she has accomplished that goal? 
And he's like, yeah, we should do that. I'm like, that's going to be very, very motivating for her. And it's going to be very motivating for me and you to help her to reach that goal. And I didn't want to do it alone because obviously that's a big decision that my husband and I need to make together. But when it comes to your school, when it comes to homeschooling, when it comes to possibly leaving your career, come up with some collaborative goal setting with either your spouse or the people that you work with, or if you're homeschooling or you've got some goals for your students, bring them in on it. Like right now we're having a fundraiser. Our goal is to raise $2,023 to end the year. This is our goal. And when we accomplish that goal, here's what we're going to do, or here's what we're going to do to keep us motivated on this particular goal. So it's not just important to set the goals. Also remember that you need to set some achievements. Reflect on those achievements. What have you done that's been really well so far? And that will help you to set some other goals. It really does foster a sense of accomplishment and community. And last but not least, amidst the chaos, order is so important. I just told someone today, I said, God is a God of order. The sun rises, the sun sets. There are seasons to life. We don't just drive on any which way of the road that we want to. There is a reason for order. And order really does give us a sense of control and it does help us to find joy in the present. So whether it's a holiday-themed classroom activity, a virtual celebration, a cozy family moment at home, cherish these special moments, get it in order, write it down, find the joy, like slow down. I, I was just going back and forth between two cities for our daughter's tournaments that were two hours apart, and I leave one daughter in a hotel to go see the other daughter while my husband leaves the other daughter at the convention center in Daytona to go up to Jacksonville to get the other daughter at the hotel. It was just a big like traveling weekend. And I leave and my daughter's like calls me and she says, mom, I came down to breakfast and I forgot the key in the, in the room. And I thought, you know, they don't give keys to people when they are, when, you know, you've got to have the adult there to get the key. So I'm like, all right, FaceTime me and I'm getting gas. I'm trying to run in and get a coffee. And I'm trying to get the key for my daughter who is 20 minutes away from me. And I literally said to myself, slow down because I couldn't find my keys. (laughs) I couldn't find my keys. I'm trying to get gas. I'm trying to get to my other daughter's tournament. My husband's calling me. My daughter's calling me. I'm trying to get some coffee. I'm trying to hit the road. Like slow down, slow down. This is a great season to slow down. So as we wrap up today's episode, I want to remind you that your light as educators and homeschool parents shines so brightly. Take a breath, embrace a season, know that you have the support of a community that values and appreciates all that you do. If you're not a part of it, head on over to Facebook, Teachers Let Your Light Shine Micro School Community, and remember that you are making a difference. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.